This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the deep dive for truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the deep dive for truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill, this choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. They fooled me. I need to think more carefully next time they try and fool me. No, they just continue with the programming. These people are completely and utterly slave-minded, genuinely slaves. They live inside of a system, and the system they're going to purport and fight to defend is going to destroy them. They're not fighting for a system which is going to give them anything other than absolute slavery and tyranny. My remarks today on the elephant in the room that nobody likes to talk about that the vaccines kill more people than they save. Today, we focused almost exclusively on COVID death saves and vaccine efficacy because we were led to believe that vaccines are perfectly safe. But this is simply not true. For example, there were four times as many heart attacks in the treatment group in the Pfizer six-month trial report. That was bad luck. There shows heart attacks happen 71 times more often following these vaccines compared to any other vaccine. In all, 20 people died who got the drug 14 died who got the placebo. Few people notice that. If the net all-cause mortality from the vaccines is negative, vaccines, boosters, and mandates are all nonsensical. This is the case today. Only the VAERS numbers are statistically significant, but the other numbers are troubling. Even if the vaccines had 100% protection, it still means we kill two people to save one life. Four experts did analyses using completely different non-US data sources and all of them came up with approximately the same number of excess vaccine-related deaths, about 411 deaths per million doses. That translates into 150,000 people have died. Now, the real numbers confirm that we kill more than we save. In the most optimistic scenario, it means that 50% of the vaccinated people died and 0% of unvaccinated people died. Unless you can explain that to the American public, you cannot approve the boosters. The paper just posted yesterday on MedArchive entitled MRNA COVID-19 Vaccination and Development of CMR Confirmed Myopericarditis shows that the myopericarditis risk was one in a thousand. And that's an overall age range from 18 to 65 mean age of 33. It is not inconsistent with what the bears shows. It's pretty clear that the Pfizer trial results were gained. It's statistically impossible for protocol violations to be five times higher in the treatment group. Why hasn't this been investigated? So that's a member of the FDA VAX panel. Again, do your research, dig that up. This was in an open public hearing session. It's interesting that this stuff isn't the the headline news. I started really paying attention. I noticed these health problems increasing. I noticed that these mothers were getting the vaccine. Uh, so I already noticed that, that these increase of fetal demises were happening, but no one was really saying anything about them. Then I got this email, a horrific email in September. The person who sent it, there's no way that they don't know 
The email said, as you all know, we've had an increase in fetal demises, and in the month of August, we've had a record number of fetal demises, and that there were 22 for the month of August. So we went from having one or two every month or so, and then the shots rolled out, and then the last year and a half, we have around 20 per month. For the last two years, Samantha the most sophisticated mass psychosis campaign in history has been engineered by corrupt actors in government, media, and medicine. At the same time, many of the world's best doctors are being hunted, silenced, and terminated from their professions. Their alleged crime? The Orwellian charge of promoting disinformation. We are now witnessing the censorship and termination of world-class medical professionals. Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. Dr. Peter McCullough, the most published cardiologist in history. Dr. Paul Merrick, the author of 450 peer-reviewed research articles. When scientists and doctors like these are being threatened and silenced by the government, we are not at risk of tyranny. We are already living in it. I think that uh, it's really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming... Uh, reality. So it's really a purpose-driven uh, company. And Common sense. Government should be controlled. Governments should not control anything. They are public servants. Since when do you give servants power to control anything? They are to take orders and do what they're told. This is very powerful stuff, folks. And you believe that there should be no right by the government to tax. You believe that there should be no such thing as welfare legislation, unemployment compensation, regulation during times of stress, certain kinds of rent controls and things like that. That's right. I'm opposed to all forms of control. I am for an absolute, laissez-faire, free, unregulated economy. Let me put it briefly. I'm for the separation of state and economics. Just as we had separation of state and church, which led to peaceful coexistence among different religions after a period of religious wars. So the same applies to economics. If you separate the government from economics, if you do not regulate production and trade, you will have peaceful cooperation and harmony and justice among men. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth with the Deep Dive for Truth team. And we're coming to you with a program called The Great Reset. This is the story of a man who falls into the void from an eighth floor. As he falls, he thinks, so far, so good. So far, so good. So far, so good. We will remember 2020 as the year that changed our lives. The year in which everything we trusted came crashing down. News that came from far away told us how hospitals were built in ten days. Cities of millions of inhabitants were confined entirely. The streets were disinfected and borders were closed. Slowly, the danger was reaching the door of our homes. Soldiers, trucks with dead people and mass graves appeared on television. First case was Spain. The lockdowns had arrived. We had to flatten the curve and be responsible. 
The virus could resist on surfaces for days, weeks. Death was on our heels. It lurked around every corner and could be waiting for us at the supermarket, even in a tomato. That is the way. You must stay at home. There are those who trust politicians. Others trust the messages spread by the media. Some trust the advice of their favorite singer or actor. No more rest announce, okay? No more rest announce. Forget all that. We stay home. I don't trust anyone. What was already clear to me back then was that if I wanted to know the truth of what was happening in the world, I had to look for it on my own. I found doctors, lawyers, and Nobel laureates who were being censored. I immediately realized that many of them had the keys to everything that was happening. I tried to set up a crowdfunding to be able to make a documentary and reach all of them, which was also censored. Then the same happened. They alleged that you can't talk about this issue. Something weird was happening here. On the third I got it, a platform accepted it. I filled the whole of Spain with posters to support the campaign, and the rest is already history. This is the story of my search, and my way of sharing it with you. But let's start at the beginning. Rashad Batar, physician and former director of emergency medicine, U.S. Army. The people that I'll be listing off here are in this program, and they all have backgrounds relating to everything that's happening, and you guys all need to hear this. Christian Peroni, former senior official of the World Health Organization. Heiko Schoening, military doctor and founder of the World Doctors Alliance. Chinda Brandolino, founder of the Doctors for the Argentine Truth. Nadia Popel, doctor and former worker in the emergency department. Wolfgang Woodard, doctor virologist and expert in pulmonology. Alexandre Juving Brunet, former officer of the French military intelligence agency DRSD. Alexandra Henrian, Cod, or Sod, PhD in genetics, former director of research on INSERM. Alfonso Longo, master trainer in neurolinguistic programming. Carlos Varadere, Active Air Force Colonel. Christina Martin Jimenez, PhD in Communication Sciences and expert in geopolitics. Luis Miguel Benito Di Benito, Doctor in Cell Biology, Medicine and Surgery. Carlos Estes, Journalist and PH in Information of Information. Fernando Lopez Morones, Biologist, Professor and Documentarian. Gerard Guillaume, Medical doctor and immunologist, rheumatologist. German Sarlan, political scientist and independent researcher. Gregory Cato, cybersecurity expert. Javier Villamor, journalist, analyst, and political advisor. Jean Dominique Michel, expert in public health, medical, and anthropology, and ethnolinguistics. John Ander Extabaria, former dean of the Basque School of Biologists. Louis Aubon, Physician and founder of the Ulysses Institute. Uh, Luc Montagnier, virologist and Nobel Prize in Medicine. Michel Massafasoli, emeritus professor at La Sorbonne and sociologist. Oscar Aguilera, doctor cum laude in fundamental biology. Pablo Campra, PhD in chemical sciences and BS in biological sciences. Pierre Janovic, expert in geopolitics and financial mafias. Pierre Barnerius, journalist and film director director of Hold Up. Vincent Pavan, mathematician, researcher, and professor at the Dice Marseille University. Steve Ohana, 
Doctor of Economics and Expert in Risk Management and Statistics. Valerie Bogalt, Doctor of Law and Geopolitical Analyst. Xavier Azalbert, Mathematician and Economist, Director of Francis Sior. Reiner Fulmeck, Famous Lawyer for the Douche Bank and Volkswagen Lawsuit. Written and directed by W. We live in a society where it's not easy to discern truth from lies. However, today we have the instruments to dismantle the wall of the platonic cavern stone by stone, behind which those who project the messages and images we receive are hidden. They are aimed at controlling our thinking and our actions. Just like in Plato's myth, whoever manages to free himself from the chains will be obliged to tell others the reality that he has seen outside. The first stop in this story begins on the shores of the Mediterranean Sea, in Sitges, the World's Freedom Forum, held in the last location where the Bilderberg Group met in Spain, brought together professionals from all disciplines with very different ideas from those that we are told every day on television. A golden opportunity to try to understand how a simple virus has been able to change the world we live in. It's not about a disease, it's about the economy and the core. It's about a financial crisis by design. In July 2020, the World Economic Forum released a promotional video called The Great Reset. Our world has changed. The purpose of this film is to claim that everything from the economy to our culture needs a reset. The most disturbing thing about the video is that it shows the current pandemic as an accelerating agent of all these changes. The time to act is now. Oh, the Great Reset is a criminal project done by the World Economic Forum and the head of the Economic Forum is a German. Sadly, again, his name is Klaus Schwab. In July 2020, Klaus Schwab, director of the World Economic Forum, publishes the book The Great Reset. In it, we are presented with the current COVID-19 crisis as a great opportunity to reset all aspects of our society. Thus, we are presented with a new world, built, defined, and imposed by a very small elite. And the trick is to do it openly, to do it publicly. If we start now, we can be ready for the next epidemic. It's a very pertinent question to ask how do we build back better. We remember the, the terrible damage of COVID as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Build back better. Build it back better. Build 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 back better. All these personalities that you see there saying the same thing have a common denominator. Most belong to or have attended Bilderberg meetings. It is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. But what is Bilderberg? So the Bilderberg is like a casting event. A casting event for people to get into public positions. So before you become the prime minister of a country or a chancellor of Germany or something like this, yeah, or getting into a high position. They want to know 
will this person uh, follow more or less the nicely presented orders or not? Since 1954, the date of its foundation, Bilderberg meetings are conferences that bring together influential people from around the world. Country leaders, media owners, bankers, shareholders of big pharmaceuticals, owners of big tech, members of royalty, as well as representatives of supranational organizations, such as the World Health Organization or NATO. As you can see, many also belong to the new fashion club, the World Economic Forum, or the Davos Forum. Our global shapers, where are you? Led by the ideologue of the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab. component of the Forum community. But the non-reporting of these events is anything other than a conspiracy between the organizers and the media. It merely confirms the belief of many that the hidden agenda and purpose of the Bilderberg Group is to bring about undemocratic world government. En el año 54 se celebra la primera reunión Bilderberg y en el acta se recoge que van a crear un nuevo orden mundial. The existence of a plan to establish a new world order is undeniable. A new world about some of the wise men who helped shape the new world order. There's a need for a new world order. Because those who advocate it have publicly stated their intentions on numerous occasions. Think for a moment that a multipolar is something very risky. The premise is simple. Creation of a world government to solve global problems. Esto que ya se está dando a conocer y que ya está incluso en las escuelas es la Agenda 2030. Pero esto se establece hace 70 años. A lo que estamos asistiendo ahora es a una campaña de prensa de este proyecto. The current global crisis has disrupted every aspect of our lives, but it has also presented us with an extraordinary opportunity, a chance to reset and accelerate efforts to improve the state of our world. Esa es la propaganda. La realidad es un ataque absoluto a las libertades, a todos esos grandes símbolos que han hecho grande a la civilización occidental. Democracia, libertad, familia, individuo, un totalitarismo para garantizar la seguridad. Y eso es Bilderberg. Cuando una enfermedad producida por un virus es tan letal como ellos están diciendo, cuando una vacuna es tan efectiva, no debería hacer falta censurar en absoluto ni a la ciencia, ni a los medios de comunicación, ni a miles de científicos de todo el mundo muy valientes que están diciendo, cuidado, aquí hay dudas razonables. Porque dime qué relación existe entre un supuesto virus y el ataque a tu libertad de pensamiento, a tu libertad de expresión, a un debate científico abierto. La relación entre COVID-19 y el Great Reset es que necesitaban algún tipo de método para controlar al público, para coercirlos y manipularlos y hacerlos caer en línea. And so they used a fear tactic, and that fear tactic was this illusion of the COVID-19. And so it's just a tool that they were using to try to create 
fear in people, and a lot of people bought into it. Now, cases are on the rise again. Two countries in the Northeast were kind of recovering. And how do you create a psycho scenario? The first and most important tool are the PCR tests. Las pruebas PCR son uno de los principales instrumentos que han hecho que toda esta gran mentira pueda avanzar. Y se trata simplemente de crear enfermos que no lo son. The inventor of the PCR test got the Nobel Prize, and his name was Kelly Maras. And he said, this method is not to be used to detect a disease. If, 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 they, were to, if, if they could find this virus in you at all, in the PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. I'm surprised that not everybody's showing up positive. So it, there's absolutely no grounds for it. All it's doing is picking up a signature. It doesn't say whether somebody's got an infection or not. It just says whether or not somebody has that particular uh, sequence in their system. And, and that doesn't mean anything. It allows you to take a very minuscule amount of anything and make it measurable and then talk about it in meetings and stuff like it is important. Imagine a flea. Now, imagine seeing it as billions of billions of blue whales. That is the result of doing a PCR test at more than 35 cycles. Anything one could have had, like the remains of a virus, can be positive. With those numbers of cycles, we can say that more than 90% of the cases are false positives. These days, the governments and the agencies use this PCR test to detect COVID-19 and the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And this method uh, is not meant to be, to be used to this. This is first to be said, and the inventor, Nobel Prize winner, Kalimalos, said this. The tests which you see every day of the swab being pushed up somebody's nose, those tests have been distributed widely around the world and are probably the most accurate way to determine whether someone is currently infected. Muchas personas creen que la Organización Mundial de la Salud es una institución pública y sin embargo es privada. Está financiada por las grandes farmacéuticas. Está financiada por el dinero de todas estas compañías que se han hecho muy populares durante la pandemia porque han presentado las vacunas como solución, ¿no? Desgraciadamente, los médicos actuales tratan a los pacientes por las recomendaciones de la Organización Mundial de la Salud y que la Organización Mundial de la Salud tiene financiación privada y la principal financiación proviene de la Fundación Bill y Melinda Gates que hace negocios multimillonarios con vacunas. Decimos en Argentina que cuando ladra, mueve la cola y tiene cuatro patas el perro. Bueno, en este caso, que, eh, me parece que no hay mucho que pensar. How can it be that the same people who finance the WHO are the same laboratories that make the vaccines? Is there not a conflict of interest there? I decide to fly to the Basque country where someone is waiting for me, someone who knows very well how the PCR works because he has been working with them for many years. El binomio PCR positivo asintomático es una herramienta perversa que se ha utilizado en esta pandemia. Primero, porque la técnica de PCR no sirve para diagnosticar una enfermedad. Y segundo, porque en realidad 
el asintomático no es una persona enferma. La gente no ha caído que un asintomático no es un enfermo. Es decir, nadie que no, que no tiene ningún síntoma va al médico. Entonces, que un asintomático, si no está enfermo, difícilmente puede contagiar. And it's not just John Ander telling you. The WHO itself says it, and finally had to back down because of the impossibility of being able to put up with the dogma of the asymptomatic. But from the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. Solo pensar por un momento que no hubiese existido el test de PCR asintomáticos. Realmente a vuestro entorno hubiese visto la pandemia. El arma principal que se está utilizando son los medios de comunicación. Un tercio de los casos de coronavirus son asintomáticos, que, que sin tener síntomas cortan el virus, incluso pudiendo contagiar mucho más que quienes sí los padecen. Se repite el mensaje. La estrategia es una mentira repetida mil veces se convierte en verdad. Pero se una decir hasta que los asintomáticos eran los potenciales más potentes contagiadores. La carga viral en los niños es incluso más alta que la de los adultos que están graves ingresados en la UCI. Esto quiere decir que son súper contagiadores. Este es el miedo que han metido a la población con este tema con total falta de ciencia. Batman you see there is Christian Drosten. The creator of the PCR that will be used as a standard model to detect SARS-CoV-2 throughout the world. The story of Christian Drosten is that he was before at the University of Bonn. And in these days he deals with their swine flu and their um, with the avian flu. Aneignen, zum Beispiel von Vogelgrippeviren und dann zu einem sehr gefährlichen Virus werden. And he was terrible wrong what he said. Yeah, the numbers. The actual epidemic never occurred, despite Christian Drosten's alarmist recommendations. So he was really on the bad side and made bad science. So normally, his next appointment should be in Siberia or in the desert of Gobi in China. But the power structures put him into the best place in Charité, Berlin, into this top uh, position. Herr Professor Dr. Drosten, das ist Ihr Preis und wir verleihen Ihnen von ganzem Herzen. The University Hospital Berlin's Charité is one of the most prestigious hospitals in Europe. And it is also financed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So I think he is a very tragic uh, figure. And I think he's under a lot of pressure from behind. But he is a good actor. Wanting to know more about the figure of Drosten, I take a flight to Germany to meet the German lawyer Rainer Fulmich firsthand. Famous for the trials to Deutsche Bank and Volkswagen. He knows Christian Drosten well because he is working to prosecute him. We had a very hard time here in Germany holding VW responsible for the diesel fraud they committed with their cars and holding a Deutsche Bank responsible for all these fraudulent loans. The German courts were trying to protect these companies for a long time because of their political and economic importance for this country. Um, they seem to have believed that they're above the law. 
Why is that? Because they're so powerful through their lobbyists that they have taken control of the government. Now, the people who are behind these large corporations are the same people who are behind this corona pandemic. Since the beginning of the pandemic, Rainer Fulmich has been interviewing experts around the world to find the evidence that proves the fraud. It's the Corona Committee. Well, what we're doing here in Germany and in all the other countries, and this is what we're concentrating on, we're going, we're filing complaints in the courts of law in order to make the courts of law understand and determine that the PCR tests cannot tell you anything about infections, because that is the lie underneath all of this, the basis, the foundation for all of this. Without the PCR test, there wouldn't be a pandemic. The PCR test is a great tool to make things visible for the human eye that otherwise are invisible, but that it cannot be used for diagnostic purposes. And that's what it says on all the inserts that go with the PCR tests, not for diagnostic purposes only for scientific purposes. So the first question you might ask yourself is, how does this guy by the name of Drusten, how did he come up with the idea that this test could be used in order to identify infections? Well, he started to work on this in, uh, I think on New Year's Eve. And the interesting thing is at the very same time that he was working on this test, he kept telling the public, there's nothing to worry about. This is only um, a mild flu. Most people won't even notice it. So how come this man is inventing a PCR test for something that he himself considers totally irrelevant? We believe that he's one of the puppets. We have very serious doubts about his academic background. This may be fake. The entire person may be fake, like many of the other protagonists in this game. Uh, we know his test is fake. Before um, March 2020 year, then they said the right things. And then a few weeks after this, they, uh, they're telling lies, yeah, and these contradictions are recorded. You can watch this app. But you can wear a mask. There was a first emergency meeting by the WHO. A group of people met for an emergency meeting because they were being pushed by the pharmaceutical and tech industry um, to uh, announce what is now called the public health emergency of international concern. El Comité de Emergencia se encontraba dividido con respecto a si el brote representa una emergencia de salud pública de importancia internacional o no. Why were they pushing for this? Because you need the declaration of a public health emergency of international concern in order to be able to use drugs or in this case what they call vaccines that have not been approved, that have not been tested. 
You need an emergency in order to get emergency approval for drugs that otherwise they wouldn't get an approval. Because the Jesus asseguró que todavía es solo una emergencia en China, pero podría extenderse por otros países. The first time they met on the 22nd and 23rd of January, um, they couldn't come to a conclusion because there were no cases. The second time, then they decided, oh man, this is so dangerous. We're going to have to meet for a second time in two weeks. They had another, a second emergency meeting two weeks later. In the past two weeks, the number of cases of COVID-19 outside China has increased 13-fold. We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. And that's when they decided, okay, we're going to declare this public health emergency of international concern. What had changed? That's the question. What had changed? What had happened in the meantime? Only one thing, the Drosten test. At this point, a quote by Noam Chomsky comes to mind. People not only don't know what's happening to them, they don't even know that they don't know. We are living in the middle of an organized crime with this COVID-19. And in fact, we're living since decades in the middle of an organized crime all surrounded and the corruption spread all over the governments and all over the heads of the international institutions like the WHO. The WHO is at the center of this because uh, they're the ones who are issuing all these regulations. They're the ones who recommended the Drosten test to be used as a gold standard for the detection of infections in the entire world. We have a simple message for all countries. Test, test, test. So they're the ones that should be uh, prosecuted. Everything was caused, all the measures, including the vaccinations, all of this is based on the Drosten test. All the other things in between, the mask mandates, the lockdowns, the social distancing, that was all based on the Drosten test because that's the most powerful tool they used for their fear-mongering to keep people in panic. La herramienta social que se ha utilizado como tanques es los medios de comunicación. Y los medios de comunicación han llegado a tal punto de que han transformado un virus respiratorio, supuestamente un virus respiratorio, en un virus neuronal. Porque realmente la pandemia que realmente para mí hay en la sociedad es la pandemia del miedo. Muchos lo venían sospechando, muchos lo venían diciendo muy baja, pero hoy, como ya les hemos contado, alguien lo ha denunciado alto y claro. El presidente de la Comisión de Salud del Consejo de Europa, es un alemán que se llama Wolfgang Budar, ha acusado al lobby de los laboratorios farmacéuticos de organizar la psicosis de la gripe. Antes de que acabe este mes, el Consejo de Europa va a abrir una investigación sobre el papel de los lobbies y los gobiernos en este negocio. El negocio más repugnante, el negocio del miedo. The swine flu was probably Corona 1.0 and this is Corona 2.0. This time they're really trying to do it. And the only reason why this pandemic was stopped is because of one man, and that's my friend Wolfgang Wodak, Dr. Wolfgang Wodak, who is, um, who is a really, really, really good doctor, a good scientist, and he was then in a position of power because he was a member of the German parliament and he was a member of the Council of Europe. So he was able to, take a, to make the Council of Europe and the Germans take a closer look at what was going on. And all of a sudden it turns out this is a complete fake. 
just like now, except that we haven't been able to show the general public that this is a complete fake. This time around, they've gotten a lot farther, but we're going to stop them. Like all stories, the history of pandemics has its protagonists. And without a doubt, the person we are going to see is one of them. After two months of trying to get in touch with him, he finally agrees to meet on a remote island in the Ionian Sea. This person is very important to understand the whole story. After all, he is the man who already stopped a pandemic attempt. Fear is running high as the death toll rises in Mexico's capital city. In 2009 already, I, I had a very uh, impressive experience with the H1N1 virus, influenza virus. And it started in, in about April. Mexico is struggling to contain its swine flu. With it, fight the devastating... I heard the news from Mexico that there were said to be about 600 cases. And there was a Mr. Neil Ferguson in London. He was calculating those 600 cases and he was multiplying them with the flight uh, going from Mexico all over the world. And he made a big scenario how many people would be victim of this virus. And I just could not believe it. In 2009, Neil Ferguson of the Imperial College of London predicted that influenza A virus would kill 65,000 people in the UK alone. The reality of the figures didn't exceed 457 deaths. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is once again behind the subsidies to this entity. No doubt Neil Ferguson is another of the protagonists of this whole story. And then I started analyzing the WHO what they were saying, following them, and they were, they were making more and more alarm on the matter. The virus raised the roofs, and this one, like all influenza viruses, can change the rules. And then I understood there were contracts. There were contracts that were made by, by all the states all over the world, about a hundred states made contracts with pharmaceutical companies to get vaccines against the pandemic. So I suddenly understood what was going on because there was no serious pandemic because there was just a normal, very mild flu going on in Australia and in Europe. So we could even follow it around the world. Nothing, nothing extraordinary. But the WHO uh, succeeded to have this pandemic because they just changed the definition of a pandemic. In May 2009, the WHO changes the concept of the pandemic. It no longer depends on the mortality of the virus, the number of deaths, but that it is present in several countries. In this way, declaring a global pandemic becomes much easier to carry out. In 2009, I had the possibility as a politician to do something. I made an alarm. This is a false alarm. It's a false pandemic. I spoke 10 minutes. There were 250 colleagues of mine in the last session before the election campaign. And they were all listening, they were all quiet. And the Minister of Health was there. And they were all quiet, they didn't argue with me. I said this, it's a, it's a fake. And they said, has anyone any more questions? Nothing. Dr. Wolfgang Vodag, who initiated this probe. At that time, Wolfgang managed to gather the necessary signatures to stop the attempted influenza A pandemic declared by the WHO. But now, when, uh, when, I, when I 
when I found out there was something similar going on again in China, it was very clear for me there was something wrong going on again. And I saw the pictures then in television and on the internet that they made about those people walking through the streets of Wuhan with disinfection. It looked like a ballet. It looked like a big theater. You cannot disinfect the street. It's not possible. It's nonsense. I tried to find out whether other cities in, in China had the same problem, and I found out no. It was a rather local phenomenon. And this wasn't just happening in China. After confining the city of Wuhan and counting hundreds of deaths throughout Europe, Taiwan, a country 130 kilometers from China and both connected by dozens of daily flights, had only seven dead. And it has an easy explanation. They never followed the instructions of the World Health Organization. If there is one country having many cases and the neighbor country has no cases, it has nothing to do with the virus. It has to do with the observation. It has to do with a quantity of tests made because we don't observe the virus, we observe the positive tests. I think uh, we should just stop testing and the pandemic will be over. I say goodbye to Wolfgang with an idea in mind. How is it possible that we continue to abide by the dictates of the World Health Organization after what they tried to do in 2009? I fly to France where I will find some of the answers. A man who knows the WHO well because he worked there is waiting for us. Faut savoir que j'ai été chef de service dans un service de maladies infectieuses dans un hôpital universitaire près de Paris depuis la fin de l'année 1994. C'est vieux jusqu'à ce que je sois radié de ma fonction de chef de service à quelques mois de façon un peu minable, je dirais. Dr. Christian Peroni was in charge of advising the government in the event of a pandemic in France. He did his job and got fired. J'ai fait des recommandations de santé publique de vaccination pendant 15 ans pour des gouvernements divers et variés de droite de gauche. J'ai côtoyé beaucoup de ministres, de cabinets de ministres, j'ai géré avec eux des épidémies. C'est important que nos auditeurs comprennent que j'étais un homme du système. C'est pour ça que je dérange aujourd'hui, parce que je m'aperçois que toutes les décisions qu'ils prennent ne reposent sur aucune donnée scientifique. Que les, la façon dont les différentes instances, comme le Haut Conseil de la Santé publique, ont rendu leurs avis sont totalement illégales. J'en ai la preuve. Euh, je l'ai dit publiquement, mais ils n'ont jamais rien fait. Good afternoon. We are here today with Professor Neil Ferguson, director of JIDA, talking about the current coronavirus. Do you remember Neil Ferguson, the same man who, with his epidemiological models, made the alarming predictions for the influenza A virus, which later turned out to be false? Well, he reappears now with COVID-19. 
O sea, la mayor parte de la población europea ha sido confinada siguiendo las predicciones de un modelo matemático llamado modelo de Neil Ferguson. Este modelo ya es un modelo matemático obsoleto y desde el año 2001 al año 2009 ha hecho predicciones catastróficas en cuanto a la mortalidad del mal de las vacas locas en 2002, de la gripe porcina en 2009 y de la gripe aviar en 2005. Se ha confinado a millones de personas siguiendo un modelo matemático con el cual no están de acuerdo muchos otros científicos y que además eh, no ha sido eh, demostrado válido en la predicción de otros tipos de pandemias. Los resultados del Neil Ferguson Model son comunicados a los diferentes países que deciden confinar a las personas sanas a sus casas por la primera vez en la historia. ...el estado de alarma en todo nuestro país, en toda España... ...durante los próximos 15 días. ...el número de personas con quien está en contacto chaque día. Los científicos lo dicen, es la prioridad absoluta. Like the Drosten test for the PCR... ...Neil Ferguson's epidemiological model is the only one used by the WHO... ...to justify how you have been locked up at home for three months. He is responsible for business closures, the collapse of the economy and all of the consequences linked to an artificial and tailor-made model for all this to happen. Obviously, there never existed any committee of experts. Siguiendo las recomendaciones de los expertos, también de los científicos que asesoran al gobierno de España, remember, you had to flatten the curve. Neil Ferguson is uh, the same kind of joke as uh, Drosden is now turning out to be. He doesn't know anything about what he's talking about. He's not a medical doctor. He just uses these models. And his modeling, uh, his prophecies have all turned to be out to be completely false. Et Neil Ferguson va traumatiser tout le monde, en fait, en annonçant 500 000 morts en Angleterre, 500 000 morts en France, 70 000 morts en Suède, c'est-à-dire 10 fois, en gros, ce qu'on a observé sur l'épidémie depuis le temps. Il va donner la solution. La solution, effectivement, que je vous propose, c'est de vous enfermer, c'est-à-dire bien de créer des confinements en attendant la production d'un vaccin. Et quand la situation With three-fourths of the world's population confined to their homes, with not much else to do but watch TV, a very important part of this whole operation was beginning. Brainwashing, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in which the same messages would be repeated like a mantra. Fuera, 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 esto no es un juego. Si no seguimos las recomendaciones sanitarias, ponemos en peligro nuestra vida y la de los demás. Ayúdanos a cumplirlas. In an apprenticeship, as if it was a sectarian phenomenon, the media operated through manipulation, terror and blackmail through a repetition of never-seen-before figures and slogans. Hidden in the constant dizzying numbers of positives per million, cumulative incidents, there is something that is never said on television. And it is that even with fake PCR data, global mortality from COVID-19 does not reach 0.07%. It's only necessary to take the official data and make a rule of three. Even a child can do it. However, this information has never been told to us on television. Con estas cifras es muy difícil llamar a esta situación una epidemia y muchísimo menos una pandemia. And also how they have gone to great lengths to conceal Great Barrington's statement from you 
in which hundreds of thousands of doctors from all over the world are signatories. They oppose the confinement measures of the healthy population in their homes, producing devastating effects on public health and the economy in both short and long term. It's my second day in Paris, and as expected, it's still raining. One of the best geneticists in France comes to meet us. She knows the great Barrington statement well because she is one of the signatories. Je crois que historiquement sur l'histoire des sciences, un tel phénomène n'avait jamais eu lieu. C'est-à-dire que jamais nous avions réussi à mobiliser d'une façon aussi massive les scientifiques et les médecins sur une même déclaration. Et pour autant, il me semble qu'il n'y a eu aucune couverture médiatique sur le sujet. Donc quelque chose, un, un, un événement historique dans l'histoire des sciences, indépendamment du Covid finalement, où on arrive à se mettre d'accord sur une même déclaration, on n'en entend pas parler. Tal y como ya fue afirmado por los firmantes de la declaración de Gareth Barrington, los confinamientos no han servido para frenar la transmisión del virus. Es más, Suecia, uno de los países que menos medidas restrictivas y confinatorias ha impuesto sobre su población, tiene una de las tasas de contagio más bajas de Europa. The streets of Stockholm don't look all that different from how they did before the pandemic started. As countries around the world are trying to flatten the curve through lockdowns, Sweden has gone in the opposite direction. Countries like Sweden or Belarus, where there have been no lockdowns, have had lower figures than countries where the measures have been harsher. Estos países no han tomado medidas ni de confinamientos, ni mascarillas, ha recomendado cosas a personas mayores como la recomiendan con la gripe y tienen una tasa de fallecidos por 100.000 habitantes bastante menor que países que han tenido confinamientos estrictos, mascarilla por todos los lados, etcétera, como es España, por ejemplo. La diferencia es que no han hecho confinamientos, la diferencia es que no hay mascarillas, la diferencia es que han hecho casi pida normal. By the way, this is the president of Belarus. His name is Alexander Lukashenko. Here you will see him affirming that he will not receive money from the International Monetary Fund nor from the World Bank to impose on its citizens the same measures that have been imposed on the rest of the world. The video is of low quality because all the platforms that we know have been in charge of censoring it thoroughly. Such a stupid thing. Now we know who is sponsoring these restrictions, and we know where the subsidies that hospitals receive for each COVID patient come from, as they've also made an effort so that you don't know the treatments that were used in China with COVID patients. Ils ont moins parlé là-dessus, mais je suis rentré de Chine moi vers le 5 janvier 2020, en passant par Hong Kong. Les Chinois et notamment L'ambassadeur de Chine, Lu Shai, en France, était tout à fait disposé à donner, en fait, la plupart des études. Donc, il y a eu plusieurs milliers, effectivement, de malades qui ont été traités 
qui ont été traités très tôt euh, par effectivement la dérivée de la chloroquine. Les centaines de publications qui le trouvent, comme euh, d'abord l'hydroxychloroquine, l'azithromycine, l'ivermectine, etc., avec le, le, un petit bénéfice en apport du zinc, de la vitamine D, de la vitamine C, tout ça s'est prouvé, effectivement, que notamment les différentes formes de chloroquine, dont l'hydroxychloroquine, fonctionnaient contre les coronavirus. Knowing this, now those massive parties make more sense. The ones in Wuhan, the epicenter of the pandemic in August 2020. While in Europe, we were still waiting for the long-awaited vaccine. Ça montre que les solutions, elles étaient multiples. Pourquoi, par rapport à, à d'autres d'autres épisodes de pneumonie atypique, pourquoi on n'a pas laissé les médecins traiter comme ils l'envisageaient? Pourquoi avons-nous voulu diaboliser finalement tous les traitements classiques que l'on se devait en principe logiquement d'explorer Non, je pense que nous avons la réponse à cette question insoluble au niveau de l'éthique, c'est que tout simplement, si jamais on montrait que des traitements existaient, la condition qui permettait la mise sur le marché de ces solutions vaccinales tombait. May 22nd, 2020, day 143 of the pandemic. One of the most prestigious scientific journals in the world, The Lancet, publishes a study based on big data from the company Surgisphere, which states with detailed information on more than 96,000 patients in 671 hospitals worldwide that the use of hydroxychloroquine is associated with higher hospital mortality. The whole point is that the system is working against you. So I wanted to get this out. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Some of the things that are going on The latest stuff is very interesting. They are coming for you. It's just really mind-blowing. Uh, here it states, a baby dies of a large blood clot after doctors ignore parents' requests for unvaxxed transfusion. They just, the doctors discovered a blood clot in her infant son within a few hours after the transfusion of a blood from a general blood bank from vaccinated people. And the CDC just put out that the vaccines can cause blood clotting. So it's it's official, um, but they, more hasn't come out of this yet. And remember, for everybody that got vaccinated, you signed something willingly to test, to take the shot, and it's an experimental drug, and it releases the liability from the pharmaceuticals. They do no, no longer can be sued like they did back with the uh, swine flu epidemic. Uh, there was over $10 billion in fines. Over 4,000 people were dead from the vaccine. And uh, that, that, that actually people came forward to, to claim the deaths. So there was probably more than that. And, and also people being paralyzed with brain, Gillian-Barnes syndrome. So this, that's just some historical stuff that you guys, so if you've been following Big T and the Deep Dive for Truth team, you know that we've, we've already covered a lot of this stuff. We're trying to let you know. Just a quick note, I have not been receiving any advertising from anchor spotify lately so i appreciate all the support keep it going up but i think uh, the restricting that and again i had a medical issue that i will talk about in the future and it was just really strange i'll run it by uh, everybody out there especially people in the medical field and you can tell me if the procedure that i went through was normal or if maybe they were taking uh, a shot at big t but that's for a later episode that's another story then there's so much junk 
going on in the world that they're trying to keep you from listening to this kind of stuff, the truth. The whole thing about everything about elections and Elon Musk and Twitter and all these things, you know, they... They're keeping you from what they're trying to do. This is all keep you circling so you don't pay attention to what's coming down. VAERS just put out the vaccine adverse effects report. Shows a 4,070% increase in miscarriages and stillbirths since the mRNA rollout. The vaccine is safe and effective according to our very own CDC, FDA, and federal government. But vaccinated people, women, has seen a 4,070% increase in, in uh, stillbirths and miscarriages. So, again, I'm sorry for anybody to go through anything like that. And I just, I feel for my brothers and sisters and my family that go through those things. It's very sad, but you need to get the word out. We need to, we, we should be screaming at the top of our lungs, why is this happening and what's causing it and bring it to the forefront because we know and we're trying to tell everybody um, vaccinated people are are at risk. All you people that are unvaccinated, your blood's going to be worth a lot, but they're going to try to get rid of you because they don't want us around in time. So be very careful, especially with the finances right now. They're trying to force us onto the digital currency, the one world government monies. So make sure you've got gold, silver, food supplies, um, and ways to protect it. And cash out what you can and keep a little bit of cash, but paper is paper. Again, it's going to be where they're going to lock you out if you're not vaccinated to even get your food and cash online. So hopefully you have a family or friend that likes you enough that will help you out if they've been vaccinated and until they can't do it anymore because of their health. Dr. Robert Malone, the person that invented the uh, mRNA, he said, very soon there will be hundreds of health officials saying, it was your choice, no one made you take the vaccine. You know, the card you signed, the thing you signed saying that you're willing to do it and you accepted an ice cream or accepted money or accepted a beer or, or pot or whatever. They've got you, you know, allowed yourself to be tested. So here we have the head nurse of the University Medical Center in Louisiana, which takes care of receiving the vaccine bottles, resigned today. She went in the front of the camera and took out the vaccine bottles. She showed the people the codes on the bottles where each contains one, two, or three digits in the code, and then explained the meaning of those numbers. Number one is a placebo saline. Number two is an mRNA. Number three is an mRNA and oncogenine, a mutated gene that triggers the development of cancer. People who receive it will develop soft tissue cancer within two years. She says that she personally witnessed all of the politicians and tycoons receiving the number one vial for their vaccines. So they all received the saline solution or a placebo. Again, do your digging on all this. Dig it up. Find out what you can. And that was in Slovenia. Scandal in Slovenia. But yeah, do your digging and look into that. That's that's good stuff. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is just to keep you off what's coming down. Yeah, Ukraine is still being supported by the system because that's where all the scientific labs were next to Russia. It's just, they, you know, the, the, the main system doesn't care if we war and kill each other because they're trying to slow death us anyway and reduce children being born and sterilize the ones that are already born. So it's just uh, sad that depopulation is pushing through. Like I said uh, in one of the episodes not too long ago, 2023, they believe they're going to get down to 50% of the population. So as the FDA admits that COVID vaccine causes blood clots, this is one of the things that in the last seven days, it's kind of interesting, got put out. 
I, I just can't believe the FDA, they allowed them to do it. So some of these records released, a Freedom of Information Act emails released showing NIH knew COVID-19 was a man-made bioweapon, and they covered it up. Do your digging, people. Remember, this is fiction. They are watching. I'm trying to keep you guys all informed. Best we can. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm just trying to keep it up. Trying to get new episodes out to you. Again, if you haven't heard anything, or if you're good if you have, support the Deep Dive for Truth team. Go to our website and... Uh, try to donate a dollar just to see if it goes through and uh, we'll try to keep going also if you want to really help us out we're looking to get 1,000 people throughout the world to subscribe and become members of the deep dive for truth team on uh, the anchor spotify i know some people have you know emailed me and said that they don't have credit cards or they can't afford it and i get it hey take care of your family first your family's my family we're all in this together just keep spreading the word but if you can if we can get a thousand people that would make it so we could do this full time and finalize a a facility and hopefully push back and start really getting the word out all right remember god family country this is all in jesus's hands it's the way it's going to be god's will has to happen the way it's going to be and uh, the book of revelations calls it two-thirds of the earth of the population will die of uh, disease or famine and they're taking out the food sources now and they're putting out something that's going to take us down but the positive end is we have each other and we have god and the light and the energy of positiveness and love conquers all god is love until the next time merry christmas the lord's birthday happy new year peace the deep dive for truth team is about digging for the truth the truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You will find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.